Don't you know that not listening to the Shenmue AM2 podcast is way uncool? Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. And Matt. And we're just here to talk about um, some news that's happened since, you know, we recorded the last few episodes. Uh, Just a bunch of stuff going on in the community. So let's hop right into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess the first really big thing we want to talk about is the Sacred Spot map of the Akuska. This came out of nowhere. That was a really neat curiosity. Like, so let me get it straight. It's... A company that does actual travel guides for places in Japan did a travel guide for uh, Yokosuka as if the Shenmue universe was real, I guess? Out of nowhere, too. Out of nowhere. Like, there's not a, there's no major milestone for Shenmue right now, is there? Like, I mean, there is the... The third one's coming The third up. one's coming. And I do like that they did announce this on the third of the month. Yeah, that was a nice gesture. <laughs> Hopefully that wasn't coincidental. <laughs> Hopefully that was ca- calculated. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's what's known as the Sacred Spot Map. It's a three, a two-fold, so like three-part uh, double-sided pamphlet. It's in English and in Japanese. Uh, I will post a link to, there's a PDF version of it. Mm. Uh, you can download. I'll post that in the the uh, section below here on YouTube. Could you print it out, and does it have folding instructions on it? <laughs> well, it's literally like it was done in, like, Microsoft um, Publisher. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's a standard pamphlet. Um, so yeah. it's, it wouldn't be hard to fold? No. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I'm amazed that this happened, and... <laughs> So what kind of stuff is on it? Like, like what locations are pointed out? Because the locations in the game don't exist in real life, do they? Like, it's it's what original real location they're paying homage to, I guess. Okay. It's just, I can't believe this happened. I saw it and I was like, this is real. Like, this is, I don't want to say Shenmue merchandise. It is. But it, it is. Kind of, yeah. Legit. Saga for the original game, even like from yeah. 1999. Yeah, this isn't new like Shenmue Three stuff, and this is officially, in air quotes, licensed. Saga is involved in this. They've 100 mm. percent stamp of approval. Yeah, it's always great when they you know throw us a bone. <laughs> yeah, it's I I still can't get over that it's it's a thing. Um, do you know anyone who has got their hands on it, on the real thing, besides the PDF? Uh, Switch from Phantom Riverstone. Um, he lives in Japan. Okay. He or she. Again, I don't know. Mm. The uh, available on an anonymity. Mm-hmm. They pronounce that right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that person, Switch, has them. And, uh, yeah, maybe they'll do a video about yeah. them or something. That'd be pretty neat to see. Mm-hmm. Somebody should do... Somebody should take that guide and do a walking tour and, like, you know, point to the guide, point to the real spot, stuff like that. That'd be neat. But anyways, yeah, that was cool. What else we got? Uh, PSX. Oh, what big, exciting news happened there? Nothing. 
Game Awards. Did Game Awards happen first? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I came over to Matt's house for the Game Awards. Uh, guess what happened at the Game Awards? Zip. <laughs> Although, and I do have a quick little video clip of it on my phone that I might put on our YouTube page. When they said they had an announcement from a Japanese company, mm-hmm. and Matt, Matt's all sorry, like, no, this isn't it. And I'm like, what's this, Matt? What's this? And it, it wasn't Shenmue. It was whatever, Bloodborne 2, maybe. You were right. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, it was pays to be pragmatic. <laughs> so nothing at PSX. Um, I don't want to say there was nothing at PSX, because that's a, a topic we're going to get to here in a minute. Um, Paris Games Week we didn't really have anything either no um, something did happen though a little bit of Shenmue very teeny tidbit from PSX mm-hmm. uh, Michael Huber from Easy Allies did manage to corner Shuhei um, Yoshida that's the last name Shuhei Yoshida yep, yep. Uh, from Sony and ask him I think he was referencing Shenmue 1 and 2 HD. Yeah. And Shuhei did say that he wanted it to happen. Yeah. Um, which, what else could he say? Like, Huber had him at knife point, so, I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> I want it to happen! I want it to happen! <laughs> um, yeah. I d- yeah. How do you fight the Huber hype on that? <laughs> yeah. And he knows who Huber is. Like, he yeah. recognizes Yeah, he's a big fan of the Easy Allies. And, uh... Yeah, so that's really the only... Shenmue related thing that came out of PSX I think I, w- I was about to say I think next year's PSX might be a different story but the game is probably going to be out before then it won't Just stop. <laughs> it won't be pragmatism <laughs> I'm holding a coffee mug have you ever seen the big Lebowski <laughs> you, you're going to get right in the face um, if the game is not out by next year's PSX I think It'll be there, like hundred percent guaranteed. Oh yeah! But I'm and it'll be that. like, this is launching early next year. Here's our <laughs> launch trailer. And this, you're putting it into like 2019. Uh huh. Mark my words. <laughs> Welcome to the Shenmue A podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Cedric Biscay did say he's like, he said it's releasing this year. He's like, I can't remember which interview that was part of, but he's. Or maybe it was a tweet he did, but he said, Shenmue 3 is releasing this year. But, I mean, we're at the beginning of the year. Anything can happen between now and when they want to release it, which I imagine is at the end of the year. I predict spring 2019. Put a pin on it. (laughs) I literally just almost coughed out my water there when he said (laughs) put a pin in it. Um, We finally, finally, after I think two months... And this is not recent anymore. Mm-hmm. Got an update on the Slacker Backer oh. uh, campaign. It, I think the last time it had been updated was like September 25th or something. Okay. And it was updated on November 27th. It has surpassed uh, 75,000 backers. It, was, it only needed, I think, 19 more as of September 25th, and it's up to 75,227 hmm. as of November 27th. And by the looks of things, it's surpassed over half a million dollars, too. Not bad. No, and that's... Having that continual, like, revenue dripping in, that's enough to cover, you know, a person or two people's salaries. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's money towards the game. That's, you know, half a million dollars they didn't have before. Yeah. Every every penny counts. And if you haven't donated, please do. Mm-hmm. Um, on the topic of that, now that we have the Shenmue AM2 podcast... Hmm. 
And there's the reward tier, and I don't know if it's all the slacker backer, I think it is. The reward tier where you can um, put in the little note at the hotel guest book. Mm. Guess, should, guess what you're putting in. <laughs> no, no. Should we do one from the Shenmue AM2 podcast? We should. Do you, now, do you think there's going to be rules and regulations as to what you can and cannot put in there about promoting a business? Not that we're a business, I mean... We make zero money. We lose money. Andrew loses money. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't th- I don't think it would matter. Because, yeah, we, we don't make money on this. Um, and I, I don't think... Even though I would love for there to be, like, anachronism rules in place where you can, like, can't, you know, break the continuity or the immersion or the world or whatever of the game, I have a feeling they'll let you put most likely almost anything. That They just uh, updated Friday the 13th, the game. That was a Kickstarter game. And they put in um, a virtual cabin that you can go around and you can use this computer in the cabin and it's full of counselor profiles. And it's basically just people who backed at a certain tier, and it's like the messages are all over the place, you know. Like they don't make fe- make sense in the world of Friday the Thirteenth and stuff. It's just like referencing the game itself and all that. It's I don't like that shit. It pulls me out. I like I want my message to be as if I'm actually staying at that hotel in 1986 or whatever. But but we we get two messages between us, so. We can do one one in-universe one. And but what I'm saying is, if we do a third one, if we back this again... Oh, okay. And just, we could maybe even do something with... Because we would probably get another digital copy of the game or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't you have to back pretty big to get the guest book thing? It's like 500 bucks or something at least? I don't think it is. No? We'll have to take a look into it. Um, but if it's a reasonable amount of money... Um, it's something we could look into doing and then maybe do something with a digital copy, give it away as a prize or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, something to think about. Or keep it. Mm-hmm. We could just keep it. <laughs> it's mine. Because I, I think I am going to get the game digitally so I don't have to put the physical media. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thing. Everyone should do this where if you got a physical copy or a digital copy even, go out on release day and buy the other like we we're all getting our copies yes but we just paid for production so if nobody buys more copies they just break even (laughs) or or even lose money probably so people still need to buy this game despite some of us giving inordinate amounts of cash to it already i'm still gonna go buy another copy just to support the like the revenue they generate from this you know it has to be worthwhile in the end for them. They are business. Yeah, I'm definitely going to going to buy a uh, a downloadable version of it for the PS4. Mm-hmm. Probably for the PC as well. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't have even have a rig that can run it. Yeah, me neither. I mean, Mel donated. I got Mel to donate. My wife and she's. Get, I'm going to get her to get the PC physical, and I get the PS4 physical, and then I'll just buy it digitally on PSN. And that's the one I'll actually play, probably. And I think I'm going to buy it on PSN. Assuming they put up a pre-order for it, I'm going to buy it as soon as I possibly can. Yeah. Just to... There's nothing like... But are we creating a false demand? Because between the two <laughs> two people sitting in this room, we're going to have six copies <laughs> of this game. I don't know. However they can get their money, whatever. 
her money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I'm sure, like, if you're if you're concerned about a false demand, like, you know, so many people bought this one, like, let's do another one, and then not many people bought buy it. We'll buy six copies <laughs> of the next one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. <laughs> um. Matt went on vacation recently yeah. and uh, packed securely in his luggage was his Shenmue jacket mm-hmm. and Jet Cola t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I, got uh, to, I had to represent. I've, now I've traveled to nerd conventions. Um, I've traveled the world and uh, gone to countries where Yu Suzuki has been for like uh, game conferences and stuff and I've just worn my Shenmue swag all over the planet and still the only person who's ever noticed is right here in my hometown at Sobeys <laughs> at the supermarket <laughs> um, so I got thinking about we've talked on this how my wife and I we go to New York we're gonna go to New York again this October for our anniversary mm-hmm. it's our anniversary trip we're also planning to go again in December just, like, to see the Christmas tree stuff and all that. And I got to thinking, like, you were on vacation. I'm thinking of going on a vacation. Shenmue 2 is going to release... Or Shenmue 3, excuse me, is going to release in the second half of 2018. I'm going to be going on two vacations. You'll be gone. I'll be at your house stealing your copies <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> I, I am absolutely terrified at the idea of, A being away when this launches and if my physical like reward prizes come in the mail and I'm not home (laughs) I'm terrified at those I cannot and I've told my wife I was like if it announces when this is launching before before we book the trip Mm. the trip is the thing that's changing yeah and I said I know like as in you know I'm 32 years 33 years 32 years old oh wow wow Uh, I said as a you know, 32-year-old adult, that may not be a reasonable thing to request, mm-hmm. but it's not even a request. That's what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> You're putting your foot down. Um, I, w- we've made the decision we're going to try to go to New York twice. Mm-hmm. It, it's not interfering with the launch of Shenmue 3 in no way, shape, or form. <laughs> um, I Hopefully it's out by then and I can meet up with James again or something and, mm, and talk, talk about it. Yeah. Um, speaking of the clothing, though, uh, insert coin... Had 70% off the Shenmue stuff. Except for the one I really wanted, which was the bomber jacket. I had 70% off t-shirts. I picked up the Jet Cola one for me. Me I got the the fattest size they had. It comes nowhere close to me. Well, now you have a goal to work towards. I I have the the one with the tiger on the front, too. Mm -hmm. And um, I got my wife the... They had the women's ones on as well. And then the forklift and the tomato convenience one on. And I was trying to push her towards the tomato convenience one. She wanted forklift? And she wanted forklift. The tomato convenience one is still 70% off, so I just might buy it to put it in my Shenmue collection. Yeah. Um, I might do that. And it's the women's one, so I I obviously... It's it's got the rolled up sleeves, and the sleeves are sewn rolled up. It's a little weird. Hmm. Um, Is the men's on sale? The men's is sold out. Oh, for tomato? Damn. That's probably why I didn't get it. I probably would (laughs) have. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I had the choice between... Tomato Convenience and Jet Cola probably rock the Tomato Convenience. It's more iconic, more yeah. recognizable. People should be like, what the hell's Jet Cola? <laughs> who's, or, who's, who's, who's Bellwood? <laughs> yeah, who's Bellwoods? <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I, I wore my, my, my new Shenmue t-shirt and my Shenmue jacket and my Shenmue hoodie. I brought them all with me on my European trip, and I went to Monaco, where Magic Monaco is held, uh, and where Shenmue has had a presence. It's in Monaco? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> is Magic Monaco's in Monaco? Um, Monaco's crazy, though. It's, like, super small. It's just, like, it's just like this tiny little, like, bay on France, in France, basically, like if your if your ship is uh, at port in Monaco, you see all these buildings all around you, and you assume that's all Monaco. But halfway through those buildings, it's France. Like some of the stuff you're seeing, that's France. Like it's super tiny. Are the streets all windy like they are in the Monaco Grand Prix? Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, like yeah, they kind of trace the shape of the uh, the coastline. Yeah, it's just like incredibly like 180 degree u-turns <laughs> that make no sense it was it was really beautiful i'm glad you had fun mm. did but you meet up with that no one commented on the jacket no i considered just like ditching my boat and staying until february when yu suzuki would be there but <laughs> he would probably recognize <laughs> <laughs> yu suzuki doesn't recognize the shenmue merch i'm wearing <laughs> Dream shattered. <laughs> he just recognizes your voice from the podcast. Oh, that'd be because no, he's. I wouldn't even care at that point. Then he's clearly an avid listener. Mm-hmm. Please, please. He's got our logo in his office right now. He does. Um, something else we wanted to kind of talk about here. Um, just the other things that are, the other content creators, I guess, in the community. Um, Switch fan of Riverstone, uh, Blue Mew. Um, doing his blog with Blogspot and Pete those, Campbell from the Shenmue Lounge. Yeah, those are all really cool things that just keep the, the fandom alive, basically, while we wait for the third one. And those two blogs particularly, like, they just, they tackle so many interesting things. I love on... And the the great thing is, is, I'm not sure where Blue Mew is located, but Switch is located right now, to my understanding, in Japan. Mm. Um, and he can translate stuff so before because the sacred spot map I think there was a time delay between the English the Japanese one was released first I don't think the English one was released at the same time and he was able to translate it um he actually has a translation service up to there's information about it on his on his blog um but he kind of did a little profile or a couple articles on the real-life bus trip between Dubuita Street and going to the harbor, which I thought was fantastic. Mm. And then Blue Mew has random item articles, and he literally takes a random item. Again, I'm saying he. I'm assuming it's a he. Mm-hmm. Uh, random uh, items. So the first one was the UV sterilizer at the barbie, barber shop. I almost said the barbecue shop. <laughs> mm, barbecue. <laughs> Um, where like barbers put their scissors, and like my barber, where I go, Blaine, he has one, mm. and you just it's the like bacteria from like you know your hair and all that, um, it kills it. I was like, I know what that is, and then the, the next one was like just the Super Bowl, <laughs> the red generic booby prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's really cool. Like just all these random items just make you realize how much work they put into the world, and I hope they continue to do that with the new one. So yeah, check out Blue Mew blog and Phantom Riverstone blog if you haven't. Seriously, like you can spend hours reading all the interesting shit they they come up with. <laughs> and that's the thing; it's it's not. We kind of tackle some of the bigger, more out there topics. Mm. 
he wrote an article about a UV sterilizer. <laughs> that is amazing to me. Yeah. Because it's just a, a little thing that someone put in the background when they were designing a barbershop and a game that, you know, they didn't want realism, they wanted mm-hmm. reality. A barbershop's going to have a UV sterilizer. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's... Yeah, and like a Switch did a one on the thing we were wondering about, the pedestal uh, water boiling thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can learn a lot. <laughs> who, who, you know, I guess it's not video games teaching us this stuff, but <laughs> video games are creating the topic for someone to teach us. Yeah. And that's what matters, people. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we want to talk about um, the interview that Cedric Bisquet, Bisquet? I don't know. <laughs> Bisquet uh, did with IGN Japan. Um, again, Switch was able to translate it for us. Um, thank you. And he just kind of talks about how um, the game, kind of his involvement, and it's not necessarily like storyline stuff. He did say uses if he will, you know, bounce pit- things off him occasionally. Yeah. I almost said pitch ideas at him, but yeah, bounce, yeah. bounce ideas off. What him. do you think of this? Basically, he's had the whole game spoiled for him. And yeah, and that. I mean, he's a Cedric, Cedric's a huge fan of this series. And getting being able to work on it would be a dream come true, mm. but it, you, you do lose that that surprise. Yeah. And when I read it um, initially, it scared me. Why? You and I sit here and we talk to a microphone about you know Shenmue, and we have an audience, and it just made me think: our audience is a fraction of that. You know, the people that are going to be playing Shenmue. Mm-hmm. We get presented with information about Shenmue. Mm-hmm. What if what if someone beats it before we do? And there's photos and videos and stuff online. Like oh, you can well, hit we... that share button on your PS4 controller. <laughs> I don't. I. You gotta get How, media blackout. You got, but that's a Michael thing. Huber uh, media blackout. <laughs> we, we can't. We can't media blackout. We're. They do it. The Easy Allies do it. And they, they have the same issue where they have people, you know, coming to them for their opinions on things. I, I, I'm terrified of it. <laughs> I'm terrified of it. You're just going to have to speedrun it on your first playthrough. <laughs> but that's, this isn't a game that you speedrun. And the other issue is, literally, <laughs> between us, mm-hmm. like... So we can't talk about it so we both beat it? I don't know. <laughs> like, that. how do we cross this bridge? I don't know. That's a problem for future Andrew and future Matt. <laughs> I uh, I hate them. I, Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> like when we did the playthroughs, of the, we talked about this on an earlier episode. When we did the playthroughs on the Dreamcast, all right, we're gonna talk when we're done disc one. There's no disc one. Yeah. Well, I, there is disc one. There's no disc two. No disc yeah. three. No disc four. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe no. it'll be done in. Ch- please put put it in like chapters or something. Some sort of natural stopping point would be nice. Yeah, a few times in the game. Yeah, but then even when we get to those, can we have conversations? Like if we get there, did you get to the part where? Uh... <laughs> no, but like if they do put the you know clear start and stops of chapters in here, which I think they're going to do, mm. um, because this game is designed in chapters. Yeah. Okay, we can stop there and, and talk about that. But are we actually going to stop there? Or are we going to continue playing past? Well, and maybe you know you know something I don't know, or mm. because you played further. And no, I'm we'll getting real to... bad anxiety talking. <laughs> no, about we'll just this. have to be strong, and you got to stop when you got to stop. <laughs> 
No, because <laughs> no, no, because I waited years. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just getting so anxious talking about this. <laughs> it's literally killing me right now. Uh, well, then you better stop thinking about it. I can't. Yeah. I, I don't want anything to be spoiled. You have a podcast I want to know to as much as possible. You have a podcast to do. You can't die right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, um, we will figure it out, my friend. Uh, so the I guess um, another update from the community Adam Scipione I guess that we had on the podcast uh, he's doing his A Gamer's Journey documentary about Shenmue and again obviously there was a huge bump in the road for him when this had went from being something to something entirely better and different um, he did kind of give an update about his progress on it um it isn't necessarily going as fast as they would hope, um, but he did say in his news announcement or update about it that they are in contact with people that have skin in the game, I think was the quote he used, uh, with regards to Shenmue 3. He did say they're not necessarily making as much headway with them as, as he would like, but the project is still you know, absolutely a go, and uh, they're hunkering down and, and getting through it all. Well... The original intention was to release before the game came out, wasn't it? Like, I'd, I'd prefer it came out after the game, just so they can document what that whole game launch was like in the fan reactions. Yeah, we, we had talked about this um, the day the snow stone, The day it snowed. <laughs> the day the snow turned to rain. <laughs> it actually did. It did. We had a, what's been called as a weather bomb here. <laughs> um, but yeah, the day the snow turned to rain, we talked about it and from a film standpoint, I think it would be, almost be better if it stops right at that launch. Stops um, at the launch before? Yeah, uh, but then you... The documentary would feel un- incomplete. It'd be like, well, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it would be more... Enter- I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't want to like... I'm sure they can make it work either way. Yeah. Maybe have a director's cut or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's... I can't... I cannot wait to see that finished product whenever it happens, mm-hmm. whenever it's done. Um, I really... Would. Nerdy documentaries are the best. Like, there's a... There's... On Netflix, they have ones about toys right now that I'm enjoying. G.I. Joe's and He-Man and even Barbie. <laughs> like, there's a... Each episode is a different toy brand and they tell the, the story of them. So, nerdy documentaries like that are great. I'll have to check that out. I did not know. Yeah. And then the last little bit of information we want to talk about, uh, Matt did touch on here, is Yu Suzuki is going to be at Magic Monaco on February 24th. Um, And they will be showing a new trailer, it sounds like. It does sound like it's going to be a new trailer. Um, We'll be in my basement, I'm sure, watching it. Um, (laughs) I don't know if there will be a live stream, though. I think there has to be. Cedric runs the show, does he not? Mm-hmm. Magic Monaco. So I, there better be something. They have to um, do something. But yeah, if there's anything scheduled, uh, we will be talking about it as soon as we possibly can. Um, I hope there's a new trailer. I hope we get to see the final version of Rio's face, of Shenhua's face. <laughs> I hope we get to see, you know, Ren. Some gameplay, maybe. Yeah, so, yeah, because we have not seen gameplay. Mm. And that's really, I think, what we need to. Live stage demo. Yeah. We remote everything. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, it's uh, it's. I'm really looking forward to it because mm-hmm. I, th- I I think they do have to do gameplay. I don't think they can wait any longer for gameplay. Yeah. Although 
by the time this rolls around in February, it's near the end of February, you know, E3 is only four months away at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're almost back to E3. Yeah. I don't I don't expect Shenmue 3 to be at E3. Maybe Shenmue HD will be there this time, but either there or at P- PSX, but I hope not at PSX. That's too far away. <laughs> we will see. Yep. So that's the end of this one, isn't it? I think so. So uh, you can check us out on the social medias. We are Shedmoo AM2 Pod on Twitter, uh, Shedmoo AM2 Podcast at gmail.com, Shedmoo AM2 Podcast on Facebook. We have a page and a group, and uh, youtube.com slash Shedmoo AM2 Podcast. Please like, subscribe, thumbs up, all that good stuff. We'd like to thank our sponsor this week Glamorous Jewelers. We put the leave in Levi's. Man, get your raggedy ass jeans out my store. <laughs>